Well, I'm not sure when I first heard of the Andrew Collins trio. It might have been an album they put out a number of years ago now titled Light from the Darkness, and it became one of my all-time favorites. And then I was lucky enough to get in touch with Andrew and even got them to Charlottesville once a few years back. And we've managed to stay in touch, including last year, I think, when he put out the Love Await the Hate album. But I've been anxiously waiting for the new Andrew Collins trio album to come out, and it has. It's titled yes. The Rule of Three, and there you go. In the background, we've got Andrew Collins himself. Andrew, Hello, Peter. <laughs> Thank you so much, Peter. Great to, great to talk to you with you again. You as well. And as I mentioned, you put out that great solo release last year, I think, but it's been a while since the andrew collins trio put one out so what well this this project was you know stymied like many things by the by the pandemic we were supposed to record we'd just been touring the material and we're like as sharp as can be on the material and we're going to the studio in april of uh 2020 and uh of course everything got uh turned upside down so we ended up we did get in the studio in september so like early fall of 2020 but you know we weren't touring we weren't even trying to book tours for a while till we knew that i we actually did actually rebook a couple tours that got canceled and we rebooked them early in the pandemic and then they got canceled again so we just the album just sat and languished for about three years on a hard drive and then we had these tours coming up that uh, we're in support of the release of the album. It's like, oh, we better finish this album. <laughs> so it finally got out. Um, and uh, thanks to the hard work of that for this project, I didn't, this is the first of my own projects in like 15 years, at least that I didn't, I didn't record it or mix it. Um, I wanted, I wanted the album to sound unlike what I would have done. Uh, and, you know, it's not like totally far from like the music is still our music and all that, but I wanted it to, to not just sound like another album that I've done. So I uh, elicited the help of uh, David Travers Smith, who's an incredible recording engineer, mixing engineer, mastering engineer, anything you can do with sound, he is a master of. And he's actually, he recorded my very first solo album, Little Widgets. And um, we became very, very good friends over that process. And as I got into engineering and, and we've remained very good friends and we share microphones and stuff. And he's been like my mentor over the years and, and one of my best friends. So having him work on this project really added a lot of, uh, you know, there are a lot of Easter eggs throughout the album that I was hoping would be the case with him doing the work and and it all worked out i think <laughs> well i should bring up that unlike a lot of folks who use Bandcamp to find their album best way to find this album is on your own website andrewcollinstrio.com or maybe if the trio's out touring there somewhere yeah well we're hoping to, to be out there more we just got our first 
tour out of the way for in support of the new album. Um, and as we were mentioning briefly before we started recording, um, Mike Mezzatesta, the guitar player who plays on the album and who's one of my best friends as well, has taken a step away from touring. So uh, he's no longer on the road with us. And uh, we have a, an amazing guitar player by the name of Adam Shire, who lives in Toronto, who is also a master, a brewmaster and runs a brewery in like a, a um, craft brewery in Toronto. So he can't actually like go out on the road for long stints. He could do like local stuff and short runs, but he can't like take off for a week and a half at a time or a few weeks at a time. So for this first tour, we had Grant Gordy joining us, uh, which was a wonderful experience. I mean, he's a great guy, a great hang, and we all know how incredible a musician he is. And he's expecting a child, he and his wife, any week now. So for our next tour, we've got Ross Martin joining us, who's also a wonderful person and a wonderful guitar player. So Mike is, uh, you know, and seeing all these like really amazing musicians uh, filling in for Mike, seeing how much of a challenge it is. I mean, they're all great musicians, so they rise to it, but it's a lot of work and, and it really highlights what a, world-class musician mike is as well to be able to pull off what he does well we're going to get a chance to hear mike's finesse on this track by track and we're going to start with the very first track as you might imagine titled contronym why don't you tell us about this one well this is a a kind of like a kind of theory-esque fast mandolin tune that kind of turns in on itself and and after writing this tune i didn't have a name and i discovered the word contronym which it means a word that has two opposite meanings so like the check could be you paying someone or someone asking for payment or to cleave could be to hold together or to cut away so it's a really cool one of my favorite words actually because it's such an interesting definition and it kind of fits the inside outness of the melody of the a part in particular of this one Thank you. 
the first track on the new album from the Andrew Collins trio, The Rule of Three, and that was Contronym. Now, Andrew, I'm curious. You said that you actually started to record this back in April of 2020. Did the tunes that you recorded back then get any changes or what you had recorded then? Did, did you leave those as? Well, we were so we our our session in April actually got canceled because of the pandemic. So oh. we we got in the studio in September, and at that point, no, it hadn't changed at all. The real changes occurred in the mixing process. In that, David is a very talented engineer and very creative, and and most projects that have worked with him, like he mixed a Creaking Tree String Quartet album, and most of the projects that. I've worked with him on, I've always wanted to just sound like really well recorded acoustic music, but he has this depth of curiosity and creativity that can lead to some pretty interesting sounds that you wouldn't expect. And when I was envisioning this project originally and wanting him to produce his mandate was anything that he hears, uh, go for it and just like be creative and you have license to do whatever you want. So a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, interesting effects stuff that I think are, are really subtle in some, I mean, in some cases they're, they're on the bold side, but they're, they're, uh, there are a lot of surprises that maybe 10 years ago, I might not have been prepared to embrace but that's really where the evolution occurred is in the mixing process and letting david just have fun and he'd often send me a mix and be like if i need to rein it in no problem and the answer was always no no keep doing it just go for it <laughs> and uh and like it's not all over the album it's very tastefully handled i think but there's some good moments of humor and uh and surprises i think as the next one will have. I was just going to bring that up titled yeah. how do you get to Carnegie Hall? So, besides practice, <laughs> tell us about this one. <laughs> well, the the idea for this one came from uh an experience at Kaufman Camp. I'll, I'll try to give the the short version, but basically it's a, the Kaufman Camp is held on a university campus. It's a bluegrass camp and and um, it's held on a university campus just outside of Knoxville in Marysville. And, uh, you know, all the buildings are named after whatever family uh, endowed the university with the money to build them. And, and as I'm going home after a late night jam, this taxi cab pulls up in front of me and asks me, excuse me, do you know how to get to Carnegie Hall? And I, I was like, oh, I, I don't know which building it is. I can't help you. And then just as he drove away, I, miss, I realized I missed the opportunity. Because how often does someone come up to you and ask you, how do you get to Carnegie Hall? Yeah. And when someone does, the answer, as you already astutely pointed out, is practice, practice, practice. So I wrote this kind of, uh, kind of like, I think it's the melody is kind of humorous. It's kind of like a tongue-in-cheek blues played on twin mandolins and mando cello. And this is kind of the first real moment there's a moment in this one uh where things take a sonic turn for left that i think adds to the humor and cuteness and you know it's the first big easter egg in the album i think mm -hmm. 
second track from the rule of three the latest release from the andrew collins trio out now and i encourage you to head over to andrewcollinstrio.com not only to pick it up either digitally or as physical cd but also to see where the trio might be playing out in the upcoming year and we've got andrew with us going track by track through this great new release and we're coming up to one well a few years ago buddy of mine and i think yours george jackson put out a tune involving dorigo and he told me all about the dorigo festival and since then mm -hmm. i've heard it's quite a well-known festival and a lot of folks like getting down to australia to catch it yeah it's it's a, it's like for the amount of tunes that have been written in honor of it, it's actually a rather small festival, but it's a bluegrass and old time festival that a lot of, if you're 
a bluegrass or Americana musician and you tour Australia, it's a really common one for everyone to hit. They always get a few North American acts and I've, I've been there twice with the trio now. Um, and George put out a tune called Dorigo, as did David Benedict. He also put out a tune called Dorigo and Reichman has a tune called the horses of Dorigo. So I felt like I needed to get in the club there. <laughs> and actually when I wrote this tune really with those tunes and not to sound like those tunes, but I was, I purposely wrote it in honor of those guys. You know, they're all friends. So uh, I wanted to get a piece of the action. Of course. <laughs> now, do I remember you doing the Mando Monday for this album? with david benedict no i have oh. one upcoming i have one upcoming and this is the will be the featured tune oh okay well yeah let's, but let's don't do don't tell him he doesn't know yet <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> Turn to Dorigo there from the Andrew Collins 
Trio's new album, The Rule of Three. And it is out now. And we've got Andrew Collins with us. Andrew, I'm curious, you know, obviously the idea for this started back in 2020 and then the pandemic and all. Did you find yourself, we talked about the recording, but were you rewriting the tunes themselves? Or once you write a tune, is it pretty much set in stone? You know, it, it's it's pretty much set in stone in like the arrangement and stuff. Cause once we have a roadmap that we, that works, we just try to get better at that. So I'm not always trying to reinvent stuff though on this. The one thing that I'm discovering and embracing, like over the last few years, I've, I've learned to become much more flexible and, you know, things that you expect to happen don't always happen. And, kind of have to go with the flow and um kind of that's been my new what i have discovered will be the experience with like getting people like grant to play with us i have to you know there are lots of parts and there's a lot of learning but someone can't learn anything and i i don't even want that i want them to be able to add their what makes them instinctively so interesting to the music so it's allowed a lot of stuff that if I had, you know, three years ago with Mike and James, we sit down and we workshop the material and we like really tweak the arrangements. It's really nice to allow things to develop organically. And, you know, like for instance, with Grant, he learned all these harmonies and stuff or with Adam, he learns all these harmonies, but then I like it. It's, you know, very liberating to, have more freedom and if they go in a different direction than what is was in the past the part it gives me something to react to that's new that encourages me to go in a new direction so um in that way they're not set in stone in the performance and in the approach but i tend to not look back like once i've got something done i just want to work on the next thing and not not revisit unless there's something like i'm playing on stage and and I have an idea that doesn't in the moment and then like, I'll usually forget it. Um, but then if it hap, if I'm reminded like a couple more shows and I might be, Oh, let's try doing this in this section. But really I, I like to just be thinking about the next thing rather than reworking stuff that are, as I would consider finished works. Well, but then you can take someone else's work and find your own spin on it, such as the next track, Clara de Lune from WC. Ah, nice segue. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, you know, while a lot of my music, you know, to the person who's not really into new acoustic music, it sounds like I'm reinventing music by having all these fusions. But really what I'm doing is, is following in the footsteps of like my heroes who you know grisman and anger and marshall and all, all the new acoustic folks that you know got really good at bluegrass and then they started exploring other styles of music so and i've done a lot of patterning i mean i've done a lot of trying to come up with things that aren't in, inspired by those people specifically but i love classical music as well and i really love bach where and it seems like all the new acoustic musicians, I mean, I've recorded 
two different Bach pieces over my career as well. And I just was searching for some something that I haven't heard other people doing. And Claire de Lune is this beautiful piece. And it gave me the opportunity to just try and create an arrangement for the trio. Um, you know, I didn't look for a trio arrangement. I, I took a few different versions and then like a, you know, inspired by piano and full orchestra and a string quartet and, and just tried to extract the moments and create a new voice with the trio. So I, I painstakingly arranged this uh, Claire de Lune that, you know, I didn't even know if it was going to work out before it was, before we were able to play it. <laughs> and um, I mean, I'm very happy with how it worked out. This is another one where I really love what David did with the sonic landscape. There's this like reverb delay that sounds kind of like, like crystal <laughs> um, is the easiest way for me to describe it. Anyway, you'll have to hear it, but I'm, I'm very proud of how this one came out.
Flair Loon from WC performed and arranged by Andrew Collins. We've got Andrew with us going through the new Andrew Collins trio album, The Rule of Three. And a few days ago, I hosted a program on WTJU where as part of the classical fun drive, and I chose pieces from musicians that most think of as folk musicians, but doing to my ear classical pieces. And I did have two ringers with the WC from Claire Deloon. And <laughs> I asked a classical announcer who pretty much only listens to classical. And within a couple of notes, she knew exactly what it was. And she said, this is quite lovely. And this is someone who I've struggled with in the past to get her to listen to more than just the traditional sounds of the classical pieces. And so I, it was a always a joy when I can get a classical listener to start to appreciate other styles of music. So for that alone, Andrew, thank you. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. That's I'm glad she didn't say, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> well, we are going track by track through the new Andrew Collins album, the new Andrew Collins trio album, I should say, The Rule of Three. And we're coming up to It's a Berry, Not a Berry. <laughs> yeah, this is a, uh, it's a, a medley of tunes that um, is inspired by a conversation that we have had with many, many people now. Um, we were on a gig pre-pandemic and one of the guys in the band said, you know, I heard bananas are berries. And we're like, no, that can't be true. And we looked it up and sure enough, bananas are berries. And what we discovered is that most people have no idea what a berry actually meet, what the word berry means. And so, and they take on face value that something like a strawberry or a raspberry is actually a berry when it in fact is not. <laughs> and I, what I love about this discovery, so, Cucumbers are berries. Raspberries mm. are not berries. Blueberries are berries. And it all the it, it and what it has to do with is they come from the single ovary of a flower of the plant, which is what defines whether something is a berry or not. And what I find so fascinating about it is it's an, an innocuous subject. Like no one gets upset about whether like they got the definition of a berry right or wrong, or most people don't. Whereas if you talk about politics or something else about the world, people feel like they know things and are so confident and they, and they get very uh, trudged down into their different perspectives. And I think like Barry is a great example to show that most of us, all of us, only think we know what we know most of the time. So I, 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 so this discussion of it's a berry, not a berry is I think kind of funny and we always talk about it anyhow. And the tune is just two very different vibes kind of thrown together. The first one is sort of like an old timey cross picky tune that was kind of inspired by Tristan Scroggins when he was getting into his, uh, scroggin style melodic mandolin thing i was like oh i should try writing a tune with that approach and then the second one is like this slip jig jig irish thing that uh that are crammed together and the first one is i can't remember is it it's a berry it's not a berry i think so 
from the new Andrew Collins trio album, The Rule of Three. That was It's a Berry, Not a Berry. And Andrew, a question I always have for musicians is how they come up with titles. And you kind of gave us a great explanation for that last one, It's a Berry, Not a Berry. But in chatting with Joe K. Walsh, uh, Grant Gordy, Ethan Satiawan, some other favorite musicians of mine, I'm always curious... Some keep a list and wait for the right tune to come up for that title, and others just say at the last minute, well, this is all I can come up with. How does it work with you? Um, you know, I, I don't keep a list of tune titles. They, it, the tune usually exists first, or at least the if I have the title before the tune is written, which we'll, be, we'll discuss with the title track sort of was the case, um i like humor and i like there to be some relevance you know it's hard to name instrumental tunes because sometimes they're so abstract but i try to find some connection and i like humor and you know there's often a story with how how the name resonated with the song as you can tell because i'm very long-winded about these things um so yeah, it's pretty organic for me, but I like there to be some reason for the name to connect with the tune, whether it's a mood or a sonic thing or an experience that inspired the idea for the tune. Um, and, you know, if it's a good story, then it makes for a good stage pattern, which is always helpful, too. <laughs> That's half the challenge of being up on stage is the stage banter as well as, of course, the great performance. And so having those titles is always nice and fascinating when folks get out to see a show. And again, you can see where the Andrew Collins Trio is going to be playing out over at andrewcollinstrio.com. And as Andrew mentioned earlier, Grant Gordy was out for a bit. Um, I don't think I'm spoiling anyone's knowledge of Grant. He calls his mentor... Ross Martin, who is going to be out there touring with the Andrew Collins Trio as well. So two incredible guitarists out there ably filling in for Mike, who has taken a step back from touring. And do check out andrewcollinstrio.com to see if they might be coming to your neck of the woods. And while you're at that website, of course, you can order the album either digitally or CD. And speaking of the rule of three, we're getting to the title track. Yeah, so this one is actually a case where the name sort of preceded the the um, concept. So early on our last tour before everything shut down, Mike, who has written lots of pieces of songs, but never like committed to a tune. He's one of those guys that has inf so many ideas that he doesn't like to like commit to an idea for his own compositions that is and um he we're rehearsing for this album actually and and on a day off on the road and he's like oh could i show you this piece of a tune that i've got juggling around in my head and and he did and it actually is the the mandolin melody that's played on the rule of three and then when we were separated over the course of the pandemic this melody stuck with me and we haven't done any co-writes in this group 
previously and I asked Mike if he would allow me to write a part for James to play and then ask James to write a part for Mike for the guitar and we can like trust that this is going to come in come together into a composition and and so it it that's what happened and over the in at this time i had also gotten into back into photography and into video for the first time and and in composition like in in uh literature and as well as photography and videography there are these principles the rule of thirds well in in writing it's the rule of threes and uh where in writing you know the idea is that stories that involve threes of some kind so even like the three bears or uh the three little pigs and all the, the threes come up often as devices to make stories more most interesting is the is the principle as well as in photography and videography it, it's a proportional relationship thing the rule of thirds that, and i'm very into those things and and so it kind of became the working title for this tune and you know we are a trio and it just kind of became the overarching theme of the whole project in my mind so that's how it became the title track and that's how we arrived at uh this piece altogether this is a full collaboration
the rule of three, the first co-write from the full Andrew Collins trio. And as I listened to it, I was thinking of the Matt Flinner trio and how they do their music du jour as you're explaining that and how they're writing for the others. And it's always interesting to see how someone else writes for another member of the group. Yes. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, it, we were thrilled and it, it makes the, the, um, the arranging process, uh, you know, it gives it a different vibe when, everyone has ownership over the actual composition to begin with rather than just the interpretation. So yeah, really, you know, we're super close, so it's fun. And I I was talking with Grant a little bit about, he's done some music du jour tours and uh, he, it's, it's pretty inspiring that they would keep that up for so long. It sounds very, uh, very uh, intense. It's, it's daunting. I've, seen them come into town for a concert and they'll stop by the station and perform and they haven't started thinking about that evening's concerts so i've watched them go out and hang outside as they start to try to figure it out so right it's it's it's, it's amazing what they do but as you said you know the three of you are so tight just as well typically the Matt Flinner trio is when Ross isn't out there doing it. Of course it is sometimes someone like Grant, but they know each other well enough that they, they know how to write for one another. And you can hear that in that beautiful yeah. title track from this album. We are going track by track through the rule of three with Andrew Collins of the Andrew Collins trio. And we're coming up to, well, another favorite title Fleabag. <laughs> well, this is from a not so favorite experience. Uh, we were doing a residency in the Quad Cities area, and it was going to be like a school residency. So we were traveling around the area, playing in schools and, and teaching music classes and stuff. And, and um, we arrive at our hotel after 12 hours of driving, and it was uh, distinctly a dingy hotel. And we're like, oh, we're so tired. We don't even worry about it. But we're supposed to stay there for a week. And when I woke up the next morning, I was literally covered in flea bikes all over my legs and feet. And uh, went down to the hotel desk to uh, post a complaint. And it was such a bad hotel that she was annoyed with me about complaining about having fleas so anyhow that's where the where the name of that tune came from and this is just like a ripping rip snorting bluegrass tune it's got like a little uh interlude of uh you know open improvisation at, but otherwise it's just a snarly fast bluegrass tune
Fleabag from the new Andrew Collins Trio album, The Rule of Three. And Andrew, I don't typically share my own stories, but that last one about Fleabag and that hotel you were staying at makes me go back to 1985 when my family and my uncle were traveling through Europe together and we were counting on the Arthur Frome's travel guide. And Mm -hmm. he told us we just had to stay at this one hotel in London that I'm guessing he hadn't been to in 15 or 20 years because we got there <laughs> and checked in and there was Vaseline all along the the railing. And then my uncle and I were sharing a room and all night long, we heard men going up and down the stairs, knocking on a door outside of our room and went, hello, love, come on in. And of course it was a prostitute <laughs> all oh, night long. That's all we heard. Up and down those stairs. Hello, loves. Come on in. So that (laughs) next morning, we went down for breakfast, and we're waiting for our breakfast breakfast to be served. And all of a sudden, this woman in high heels and a tight skirt walks in and says, Hello, loves. Come on in. (laughs) Wow, that sounds like a joke. (laughs) Well, my parents, after my uncle and I shared who the hostess was uh, that night we went to see a musical and then we went off and checked into the waldorf in london where we stayed right. the rest of our visit so right <laughs> good choice yeah. yeah we got out of there as well and ended up in a very very clean very nice hotel which made the the stay there for a whole week much better well we're coming up to a title that Jethro really burns. And well, I'm going to let you explain the title for those who don't know. that. <laughs> well, this is a pretty straightforward one. I wrote this tune in honor of, you know, if you play bluegrass mandolin, you're aware of at the very least Jethro burns, the swing mandolinist uh, who was, you know, part of the sort of comedy duo of Homer and Jethro um he's inspired so many mandolin players including like sam bush and grisman and myself and i so i wrote this sort of swing mandolin tune in honor of jethro and who doesn't love a good pun well many people don't but i do so that's how this name evolved
the swing sounds there of the Andrew Collins trio doing that Jethro really burns from their new album, The Rule of Three. And we're going track by track through the album with Andrew Collins himself. Andrew, I'm just curious. We've talked a little bit about the touring coming up. Are you starting to look ahead more and more to 2024 and where you can tour behind this album? It's yeah, 2024 is I mean, we we don't have a ton in the books at the moment. We've got a week and a half in February and like a bunch of Ontario stuff smattered throughout. And we're starting to build tours around 2020, like the fall of 2024, which is when I like we I know we're already in Washington. State. we've got a couple a few tours actually building for late 2024, early 2025. So uh Things, lots to be announced, but at the moment, there's just some minimal stuff on the website. Uh, nothing in the States at the moment, but lots coming up in the States. Well, I may have to pay attention to your Canadian dates so I can actually take some holiday off around the house and get up and finally catch you again. Because oh, there's yeah. certain artists who don't make it down to the United States, like Andy Irvine, the great Irish musician, has sworn to never return to this country because of all the visa issues. But, you know, other acts don't make it as well, including, well, so far lately, the Andrew Collins Trio. So good reason to visit up north and catch some great music. So do keep checking out andrewcollinstrio.com. And, well, we're coming up to She's Like the Swallow. Yeah, this is just a, uh, a pretty melody that Mike had taught me that we played on Twin Violins way back when, and it was part of our show. And it's uh, not a lot to say. We just tried to make a pretty arrangement of this old, I don't even know where it came from other than Mike taught it to me like, Oh, we should play that tune again. And we just never stopped.
The traditional tune done by the Andrew Collins trio, She's Like the Swallow, and it's on their latest album, The Rule of Three, which you can find over at andrewcollinstrio.com, and it's available both digitally and on CD. Well, we're coming up to the final track, Shelter in Place. <laughs> So tell us about this one, as I know a lot of us had to do that for a while. Well, it, this one admittedly didn't have a name when it was first written. And and it, this was actually one that I submitted for a grant proposal for this album that um, I just laid all the parts down, some mandocello and some some uh mandolin and james came and just not ha even having heard the tune laid some bass down and david did this this is where i was became very excited about the album he did some pretty out there sonic stuff to it for the grant proposal and it helped us get the grant and we were going to re-record it but i actually i loved what he'd done so much that really Mike just came and, and put some really, really eerie guitar parts down on it. And then uh, whatever David had done on the original demo is nothing compared to how far out this one gets. Um, it's, you know, it's really the, the name suits the mood of, you know, all the tension and, and, uh edginess that i think everyone was feeling particularly while we were all having the shelter in place and uh david really extracted those vibes out of this tune <laughs>
final track on the new album the rule of three from the andrew collins trio and that was shelter in place well andrew obviously you're you have this new album out now which folks which folks can find over at andrewcollinstrio.com i imagine you haven't stopped writing you're probably still composing new ones you know, it, it's, I've actually, I, I've got a, a couple sitting around, but I go, I go in waves and, um, you know, I, over the course of the pandemic, I've been doing a lot of video and stuff and my, like my, I've been working hard at developing that craft, uh, you know, so I actually don't have a bunch of new material sitting waiting. I mean, I wrote a lot over the pandemic and, and most of it ended up on the love away the hate album and that kind of lapped this trio album so actually going out and touring this material i actually had to do a ton of relearning and and it kind of felt like learning material that i'd never played before because it had been so long so um it has been totally re-inspiring and i'm feeling the the itch to write some more some new stuff because i i also want to it's been a little complicated promoting albums and shows when the album doesn't have Mike on it. And, you know, I even trying to come up with graphics, like, do I have band photos, which I had to forego for the album because it's not the band that's touring. And even so all these things to say, I, I am super inspired musically again, not that I ever lost that, but at the moment and planning on doing a bunch of writing over this winter and then doing the whole album cycle again next fall, probably. Well, this is a chance for me to encourage folks to go back and listen to Andrew's and my track by track of Love Away the Hate because we went into Andrew's background of what first got him into playing mandolin and his video and photography work to really do a much more in-depth listen as to what Andrew does. And I, I know I've seen you do some videos for Chris Cool and others. So it's something I recommend folks get out there. And well, besides Chris Cool, I think Lonesome A String Band, maybe I did you also? Yeah, I did, I, did a, I did a few for them as well. I did that. I mean, one, one of my favorite videos, two of my favorite videos are, are with Chris. One is that I, I may not be much, but I'm all that I think about which is also like, I like humor. So there's a lot of humor in the video and in the editing and the smoke on the shoulder, uh, lonesome ace videos. Another 
one that oh although i mean i've yeah i've i've i love everything that i've had the opportunity to work on but those are are videos worth checking out and songs worth checking out well andrew i'm trying to drag this out because i don't want to let you go but <laughs> well, i know thanks. you've got things to do thank you so much for going track by track through this new great album the rule of three from the andrew collins trio my pleasure peter thank you so much for having me <laughs>